0: Josh Marin is on the line with me today. Josh is the Chief Banking Officer at Park Bank. It's a community bank that serves the Dane County area. Josh, thanks for coming on with me today.
1: Thank you, Stephanie, I appreciate the time and and certainly uh, excited to to chat with you about uh, a couple different things today.
0: And as we talked uh, before we got this podcast going, uh, it's hard to believe, but we've been in COVID time for over a year now. And I was wondering if maybe you could just give us a status report on Park Bank. Are operations getting back to normal?
1: I agree with you. It, it is unbelievable that here we are a year later. You know, one year ago, uh, we fortified, and I, and I give our IT uh, IT team some uh, phenomenal kudos for this, but we pretty much moved 90% of our staff, you know, off-site and, and remote, really overnight, it seems like. And, and again, here we are a year later. Um I, I myself went home and was working from home and thought, oh, it, this was March. I booked a trip for June to, to Las Vegas, thinking this will only last a few weeks. And again, here we are uh, a year later. But uh, we've been able to uh, do that with a pretty seamless transition for most of our staff. Um, and obviously, through the PPP process, through a mortgage refinance boom, Park Bank itself went through a core conversion on, uh, on our platform. We did all this from home. Uh, our branches obviously didn't have that uh, that ability to to go home we uh, we've kept our branches operating not all of them are open uh, just due to some safety concerns for our team but you can certainly come in you can make an appointment to to meet with one of our branch staff and certainly our drive-throughs are still open Um, but as we now we've we've moved forward uh, a year later you know now we're starting to talk about how do we go back to normal what does normal look like you know are we are we are we there yet do we wait for you know vaccinations to run their run their course here a little bit longer? Um, you know do we step people up back in the office? So we are having those conversations. We want to make sure we're doing it safely. you know it seems like we're getting closer. I'm in my office right now actually at the bank and and it, it feels a little bit normal.
0: And you mentioned already some of those extra responsibilities that banks took on. Uh, during COVID, between the Paycheck Protection Program and then additional, you know, relief that kind of came in waves, but then you also resumed normal operations like home loans and whatnot. So, what was that experience like for banks?
1: You know, that that's that's a great point, Stephanie. I think uh, we we get caught up sometimes in talking about these economic programs that have certainly been lifesavers to many many businesses, but you're right that business as usual still had to continue. Um, you know, we had historically low interest rates for uh, homeowners that were either buying new homes or refinancing into a better rate. Um, and that took our, our team to task. It took every, every bank across the country's uh, mortgage teams to task, you, you know, especially when you consider you've got the operational side of that function was processing all these these mortgages, these loans. Who are working from home, you know, and still trying to do it with all the continuity that we would have done it had we all been in the office. At the same time, you know, I mean, if you're you're a client, you still need access to regular banking services. People still have cash needs, especially if you're a business. You know, our branches still had to operate. And so I need to give kudos to our our frontline retail staff who have been here the whole time uh, working their butts off.
0: What role do community banks play in getting the economy back on its feet?
1: I think I'm. I have to say, I'm really proud of the the efforts that all community banks put forth over the last year. You know, I I, um, I think sometimes we limp or we lump the, the term bank financial institution as one uh, sort of entity, and and I think community banks really do serve a larger purpose outside of the big money center banks in the country. You know, Main Street still matters. We still know our clients. We run into our clients at at sporting events or in the grocery store. You know, you, you drive past the project and you're proud that you were able to help that that uh, get off the ground and moving or a new business opens. So when we see our, our constituents and our, and our clients struggle, it, it hits home almost even harder, right? Again, they're your neighbors, you see them out in public. Um, I, I think if, you, if, you, if we back that question up a little bit and I just specifically speak to the PPP loan process Close to sixty percent of all recipients that got PPP loans came from community banks, and when you start diving into that that data even more, you'll note you'll notice that community banks stepped up for, you know, minority-owned businesses in, in a in a much larger proportionality than uh, I'll, I'll just say larger money center banks. You know, seven that seventy-one percent owned by women were done by uh, community banks, and really the, the timing of community banks getting that money out to constituents in the community was in some cases 10 times 10 days faster than the bigger money center banks. So I I think what my my point is, is I think the community banks have and always will be nimble right to their constituents, to their clients that we we can make decisions locally because we know who you are. We understand the benefit of even maybe some minor tweaks to some of the loan products that people may already have with us. you know th- to be honest for those industries that were hit the hardest hospitality you know the restaurant industry uh, gyms you know we had to make some pretty significant changes to some of the loans that those individuals had so they could get through the pandemic you know and we, we did it knowing that hey if we can just get you through this process see you out the other end you're going to be in a much better position uh at that time so you know, it's our duty almost to make sure we are supporting the community and uh, during the pandemic, but continue to do so on the other end as well.
0: You've been listening to Wisp Business the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. Did you know that almost eighty percent of UW Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin? in the years after graduation, and almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.